It is very early in the morning on my way to work. Something crossed my mind yesterday whenever I woke up and I got to thinking, who is the first person that I communicate with, that I think about first thing in the morning? And I kind of wondered, do other people think this too? You know, like, what is the first thing that's on their mind? And so yesterday, you know, among other conversations that my co-workers had, I asked people, who is the first person that you communicate with first thing in the morning? Now, it was rather interesting. Most of the Maori people, they said the first thing that's on their mind in the morning is what they have to do for the day and where they might need help. Those people that were married or engaged or just dating somebody, but, you know, they don't live with the other person. They said the first thing they think about in the morning is their other half. <clears throat> they wonder, you know, how's that, you know, if they're up, you know, is it too early to send a message? Just goofy things like that. So I really got to thinking about my actions first thing in the morning. And it was really, really interesting because, like, I looked at my actions and I said, the first thing I do in the morning is I check my text messages to see if I got a text from my other half. And if I did, then I answer it. But it, usually I do not because I get up so early in the morning. Um, but then I really examined what I do in the morning this morning because I had two text messages from one from each brother and one from, you know, basically from my brothers. And I had another one from my sister-in-law. And here I am driving to work and I can still look at my phone and see that I have three messages in my text box. I've yet to answer them. But I thought, whenever it's my other half, I immediately answer the phone. You know, I immediately text him back and, you know, either say good morning or, you know, how did you sleep, you know, things along those lines. But other people, I find myself putting on hold. Now, this is building off of something my other half was talking to me about yesterday, about setting boundaries. And the boundaries per which he's setting it, to me, I find rather interesting. And here's why. We always talk about our boundaries. You know, how, how much we will let somebody in our lives. You know, like, I will tell my other half anything and everything. But... Someone I've only known for a short time, not so much. They really don't have that access to my life. And I'm okay with them not having that access to my life. They don't need it. Um, And then, like, as far as what goes on in our relationship, I figure that is between he and I as well. That's not for, between he, I, and the rest of the world. You know, people will ask me, so, you know, how are, how are you and your other half doing? We're good. And that is my standard answer. And here's why that's my standard answer. I always say the same thing. We're good. 
Because whether we're good or we're bad or we're indifferent, it, it's not going to change how I feel. The point of the matter is still the same, which is... If he and I are good or bad or there's turmoil or, you know, or we can be having the happiest time in the world, that's for he and I to sit there and go through. That's for he and I to handle. That's for he and I to discuss. It's not open for outside opinion. It's not open for everybody to just discuss, you know, here, there and everywhere else. So it's just, it's one of those things that I got to thinking when he, when he brought up boundaries and, you know, he specifically said those boundaries that we let people into our lives as far as our relationships go. It's not just telling somebody how you are. Someone can come into your life and try to interfere in your relationship in the most interesting of ways. It could be, and you heard me speak about this with toxic friends, you know, it could be in the form of... And I see this more often than not with females versus males. But here's the two different scenarios I'm going to give. The last one is when you have when you have a man and a woman who are in a relationship. The woman in the relationship can have female friends. Now, these female friends are either going to be open and embracing of the relationship or they can be very toxic in the relationship, meaning... You can, a good example would be you go to your female friend and say, oh yeah, you know, last night we were talking and then all of a sudden I just didn't hear from him. You know, I didn't hear from him until like 10 o'clock the next morning. Now, some, now if it's a good friend, you know, a good female friend, you know, she would probably say, oh, you know, he probably just got busy with friends or he fell asleep or he could have been gaming or, you know, maybe he just wanted some you know, alone time. Nothing wrong with that. The toxic friend, though, that could interfere in the relationship is going to be there to quickly put little seeds into the brain. And these seeds are going to be as such. These seeds are going to be, oh, well, you know, he was probably out with the guys flirting or, you know, he was probably on a date or he was probably with this woman and that this other woman or he could have been doing this or he could have been having sex with another one. They're going to be the friend that's going to sit there and basically place as much doubt and hate and discontent that they can. And all it takes is that little seed of doubt for them to like seep in there. Because the moment you let them seep in, that's the end of it. You're going to start doubting a whole lot. And then I got to thinking about female friends on the other side. And here's the other scenario. In this relationship of male and female, you have the male. The male most likely does have female friends. And again, it's the same thing. You can have some of those female friends going, Hey, yeah, you know, I'm happy for your relationship. That's great. You guys are doing so well. But then you have the toxic one. Now, in this case... The females are usually a little bit more underhanded and not quite as blunt about the whole situation. And here's why. Because if the female comes out and just bluntly says, oh, you know, she's not good for you. you know, and again, we'll, we'll place the shoe on the other foot. We'll say the woman drops off the map and, you know, he doesn't hear from her. 
you know, from say like eight o'clock at nine until 10 the next morning. And so the woman is not going to sit there and go, oh, you know, she was sleeping around or she was doing this or she was doing that. She's not going to be as blunt about it. She's going to be a lot more secretive in how she does things. In that scenario, she's going to go, oh, you know, I'm sure it's nothing. She's going to act as if she's a supporting person of the relationship. She's going to act like she supports the relationship completely. However, she's going to wait until inopportune times to say things along the lines of, oh, well, you guys aren't spending Christmas together? Mm, that kind of sucks. You should, you know, you should really be with your other half for Christmas. Oh, you know, you guys aren't doing this together? Mm, yeah, you should really, mm, that's kind of weird that you're not doing that together. Hmm, yeah, oh, you do it, hmm. She's going to place little seeds of doubt like that. She's not going to be as blunt and direct with her comments. She's going to, like, get under the skin slowly but shortly. And the way she slowly gets under the skin is by going, oh, you know, you guys aren't going to spend Christmas together? Hmm, you know, if you were my other half, I'd want to spend Christmas with you. That's the number one. Number two, she will sit there and she will try to monopolize the bulk of his time. And this will be through texting, this will be through phone calls, this will be through gaming. Any, any source of communication for which she thinks that she can have his attention for any length of time, she's going to go for. And then she's going to sit there and, you know, she's going to send pictures of, oh yeah, I'm going out with the girls, click, 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 look at my outfit, look how cute I am, you know, how do you like this, oh, do you think my butt looks okay in this, she's going to sit there in these little avert ways to get his attention, now, it's only going to take a little bit of a seed for him to start going, hmm, so, here's why you need boundaries, it's fine when you're in a relationship to have friends of the opposite sex. I have a ton of guy friends. And so I'm the last person on earth to say that, you know, you cannot have friends of the opposite sex. However, my guy friends know that the moment they cross a path with me, they cross a certain line with me, that I will cut them off. And I don't care if they've been in my life for 20 years. Or they've been in my life for, you know, 5 years. I set a line. And that line's very clear. When I'm in a relationship, you respect that. You know, you, you don't, you know, now if you're with a girl or whatever. And you guys are going out or whatever. And... You want to send me a picture of you two together. That's fine. Or if you want to send a picture and say, hey, look, you know, I put this suit jacket with these pants. You know, what do you think? That's fine, too. But to send me pictures in your underwear, not so much. That's crossing the line and they know better. Because, again, all my friends know that they are purely friends. That's it. There's no romantic involvement. 
There's no changing my mind. And who I'm with is who I'm with. You respect the relationship. You respect that I'm with somebody. Or you take a door out of my life. And, you know, that's the same thing with you women. If you're in a, you know, if you know that this man, and I don't care how long you've been friends. You could have been friends for 10 years, 5 years, 20 years, however long. It's the same thing though with you women. You sit there and you're in a relationship. You know, you know that your friend is in a relationship. You're sitting there sending pictures of you in your bikini or, you know, you got a low-cut blouse on showing your boobs or you got, you know, short shorts on with your butt sticking out or whatever. And, oh, yep, going out. How do I look? How do I look? Oh, how's my butt look? No, you're disrespecting that relationship. Now, I will say this. It is up to the man to put that boundary there. To put that boundary there and say, no. You know what? You will not cross this path. You will not cross this line. You know, the minute you start sending me pictures like that, the minute you start flirting or speaking negatively about my other half, that's disrespecting my relationship and I won't tolerate it. That's putting up that boundary. So, how am I bleeding all this together? Well, here's how I'm going to bleed it all together. The first person you think about in the morning is the person that means the most to you. And that's the way I see it. You know, for those who live with their other half, usually the first person they think about is their other half and or their kids. You know, those who don't live with their other half, usually the first thing they think about in the morning is their other half. If you're waking up in the morning and you're not thinking about your other half, my question for you is why? Why are you not thinking about them? And the other, you know, and then I'm going to tie it into the boundaries. If you're in a relationship with somebody, that should be your most important person. That should be who you think about first thing in the morning. And if you allow somebody to come in between your relationship, that's not the fault of your partner. That's your own fault. For telling, you should have been up front with these people and said, hey, look, you know what? I'm not going to tolerate this. I'm not going to allow this. My relationship is my relationship and you don't have any two cents in it. You know, if you send me pictures like XYZ, we're done. If you send me, you know, explicit, you know, sexual text messages, that's it. We're done. That's disrespecting the relationship. You know, and disrespecting your other half. Now, for all of you women, and I I aim this mainly at women because I, I probably see it happen more often than not with women than I do with men. But for all you women out there who see that your best friend who is a guy who is in a relationship. If you're out there and you're trying to come between their relationship... Number one, that's just wrong on you. You should never come in between anybody's relationship. Now, if you see a woman who is being beaten, or if you see a man who's being beaten, or if they're being mentally abused, then you can intercede in that instance, but that is a for their own good point. 
hey, look, you know, I've, I've kind of noticed a few things and I'm a little bit worried. That's addressing it from a point of concern, not from the point of you want to be the next one in line to date this guy or woman, whatever the case may be. So if you are this person who, whether it be you're a woman or a man, and you have a friend and they're in a relationship and you are interfering with little seeds of doubt in the hopes that they will end their relationship and they will come around and they will be with you and you guys will be happy together first off pull your hair out of your ass because most likely you were with this person and you were friends with this person long before they met their other half. Which means they didn't choose you to begin with. So those of you that want to interfere in the relationships. And you want to push those boundaries. And you want to just, you know, basically act stupid. Then go right ahead. Be stupid. But here's what you're doing. You're robbing yourself possibly of a great friendship. Because again, these friendships can be great friendships. But every friendship has to have boundaries. Especially when the other person is in a relationship. Because you have to respect those boundaries in the relationship. You have to say, you know what? This is our relationship. You're not going to interfere. If you do interfere, then that's the door. Because what's going to happen if you wait too long to put up those boundaries? Guess what? Your relationship's going to be over. And you're going to be standing around looking at yourself going, what just happened here? And, you know, it, it doesn't matter that you said, oh, I'm, I was, I'm trying to set up boundaries. You know, I don't want anybody to interfere. I'm trying to set up boundaries. No. It's as quick as saying, you know what, I'm in a relationship, you're not going to interfere. You try to interfere, you're gone. Because that's just putting it out there bluntly. And everybody can understand it that way. So, my two cents of the morning, now that I have to go into work and finish drinking my coffee and appear to be somewhat human, is if you're in a relationship... That needs to be your primary focus. If it's not your primary focus, then you probably need to address who you're with and why you're with them. And those of you that are friends of people who are in relationships, be loving, be encouraging, and be supportive of the relationship. If you're only there to place little seeds of doubt in the relationship, or you're there to cause friction in the relationship, guess what? In my eyes, you are a pretty sorry individual and someone that nobody would ever want to call a friend. So on that note, I hope everybody has a great day or a great evening, depending on where you're listening and when you're listening. And until next time.